0: Oh my god. That was fun. Oh my god, I was na- I'm not ready for him to be gone. Well, he already laughed. I know I like need him
1: back. What were you just saying? You said we had to say something oh, in the intro? Oh, I
0: said that because I realized you just went to the bathroom and I was just talking with him and so I was asking about his like life. I was like, "Well, how did you become a uh, nurse practitioner. Like, how did this happen? Like, tell me your ba- little, little backstory. Mm-hmm. And he explained that he was in uh, broadcast radio first, mm-hmm. and then he kind and then was like, "Where am I going to go with this?" And wherever he was living, mm-hmm. and so he quit that, got into healthcare. And then now he's combining the two. Yeah. Anyway, I just found that to be interesting. And then I felt felt so bad because I was like, oh, God, we did like zero intro for him. Well,
1: let's do it now. His we, name.
0: But we, yeah. So, guys, we literally start the episode. And I think we say, this is James. He's a nurse practitioner. And then I immediately start asking him about to yeah. cure my
1: all of my problems. Our guest today is James Simmons. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Ask the NP. And he's amazing, man. He answered so many questions for us today. Trust me Megan had a lot.
0: I still they're not even done. I know like, we I only have, got
1: through half of them because we spent so much of the episode talking about nutrition. I mean it was really really interesting. I'm very stoked for you guys to hear this. So, let's get to it now. Episode Oh god, I always
0: forget the Guys, number. he's so great. Not only is he knowledgeable and super smart, but he's like so fun and funny. Just he's my friend. Ver- I you have he's he's your fa- my favorite friend of yours. <laughs> That's a Big. That's a big bold. You statement. hear that, Reed? Yeah, all of you all guys. <laughs> he's my favorite friend of yours.
2: All
1: right. Uh, episode thirty, whatever it is, with James Simmons starts now.
2: Oh, we started. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe you don't know who Mac Miller is. Was
0: was because he's dead. Yeah, I don't know. Did you? Um, hi I'm, everyone. By the way, I'm hi. terrible Look with at you addressing the
2: camera. I know, yeah, the the camera. everyone. Oh. Everyone. Well, they're watching. They're listening. Whatever. Hi. 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 We hi. are joined hi.
1: by James Simmons.
2: James Simmons. They're clapping for me. They're clapping. If you're not watching, they're (laughs) clapping for me. This is amazing. And he is
1: a nurse practitioner, but what makes him awesome is he actually has an Instagram account, at Ask the MP Yes Where you do these Like weekly videos Where people ask you questions And you break things down Kind of into layman's terms Because a lot of times People are afraid To ask their doctor stuff yeah. That's what you're here for
0: I went I did a little stalking Of you last night Oh I think to you To prepare for today I felt it Did you I did right. I was like I can't just like everything Like I mean <laughs> I was like He's gonna be like Oh god this psychopath I have to say I was a little upset You didn't start following me I'm okay Wait I didn't oh! oh no So I'm
2: very bad about that I really yeah. am Well apparently oh, you are. I only check like once a day by the way, yeah, and it's whenever. usually in the evening after my husband's fallen asleep, sure. and then I'm like, okay, now I can do Instagram.
0: Well, I so. was just like, I was like, I'm bound to get a follow, another another follow, and <laughs> well, then didn't have it didn't happen. How many things did you like? Guy. I didn't like. I don't, I maybe liked like one. Oh, because I if was you have like four, it would have been more. Oh. I was trying to. I didn't know that. Like, I did. I don't like to look like a crazy stalker, uh-huh. so I just like. I really kept myself. Together. I'm okay.
2: With, I actually am okay with the crazy stalkers. Yeah, because it's really interesting. I actually invite people to like engage with me. That's my whole thing. And so sometimes when people come in and they like like 40 pictures, I'm opposite of that. I'm like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Like she really wants something or she like loves me or she loves you so it. like I'm gonna go on there and you know she's got like 38 followers and it, all pictures of her dog but I'm like it's totally fine like I love you oh god that's me <laughs> but see <dude, laughs> <no, laughs> it's fine I love you no but now she has made an account for her dog yeah uh, have you um, yeah
0: but now I get stressed I am so one of those I didn't uh, never thought I would be but I am uh-huh. and I'm kind of leaning into it but like now I'm like Now, I get stressed about like, who, what do I, what account do I post on? I'm like, oh, I've been posting too much on Charles. Or like, maybe I need to show Charles on my Instagram.
1: Occasionally, what I do like about her dog Instagram, Uh her captions are from the point of view of the dog. Of Charles. So that's kind of, I like that.
2: Big time winner. It always works when you're like, I'm. Looking at this, and this mm-hmm. is the dog talking to me, I actually feel like I'm engaging with the dog. Yeah. Not right. like, look at how cute my dog is, but the dog is saying, look how cute I am. Totally. You know? I mean.
0: So what I did, but stalking your Instagram, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's what I found that was cool. Sorry, I, I do know how to speak English and, <laughs> and sentences. <laughs> okay. I swear to God. It's actually not a requirement here at We Don't no. Bang. <laughs> you can talk <laughs> about- You
2: speak whatever you want.
0: I was, I was impressed with how, I liked how your whole thing was like, uh, or is like, ask me things that you're afraid to ask your doctor. And I feel like that's such a normal thing. There are so many times I've been a hypochondriac my whole life, so mm. this is going to be very fun. Ooh, this is going to be great. Oh, it's so fun. I'm You're, very into this. No wonder you
2: followed me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my, my list, devilish good looks. My, no. <laughs> no. It's not. No, no. It's because I'm insane. Totally set myself <laughs> yeah. up for that one. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: I have so many questions. Good. Um, Bring but, it. What's the first one? Oh, God. Well, I wanted to say there are so many times in my life where, like, I feel like as much as I'm a hypochondriac and, like, I want, I'm always like, something's wrong with me there are times where I still fib to the doctor. Like, I'll mm-hmm. still lie to the doctor yeah. when it's like, why are you... Like, I'm lying to the doctor, so I'm not going to get an accurate response, and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to Google and I'm going to think i it. Yes, Yeah,
2: because every time you Google, every the diagnosis for everything on Google is cancer. Right. Slash death. Right. Right. So this is why I tell people, like, don't Google. Don't Google stuff. <laughs> don't
3: Google. Because
2: you're always dying. You always have cancer. <laughs> yeah. Because literally, like, I have too many eyelashes is, like, a symptom of a certain type of cancer. Like, everything is fucking cancer. So yeah. don't f-bombs are okay right? oh okay. more than i figured um sorry yeah. we can say fuck um, we
0: can actually fuck yeah, yeah all of these can, things wow, are very except like, me and megan there.
2: we don't fuck. we don't fuck, you don't bang right
0: uh yeah we can fuck her gas
2: <laughs> but this is interesting and i'm, I'm actually gonna ask you why <laughs> oh hey okay <laughs> let me call my husband first yeah um <laughs> why why, why do you fib? I know why I fib to my oh. own doctor because I do even though I'm getting my doctorate and I am a nurse practitioner and I take care of patients all the time. But I want to know from someone who's not in the medical profession like why you fib.
0: I don't really have that answer. I'm kind mm. of like really thinking about it right now. I'm like, it's weird. That, like I was saying, it's so weird that I do that especially when I'm the one going for help and mm-hmm. thinking if, if I'm thinking I'm dying all the time, wouldn't I like make everything a bigger deal you would think, right? Sure. Like, uh, like I'll be like, you know, I smoke cigarettes occasionally, mm-hmm. right? And the doctors like, do you smoke? I still, I've always checked the box, no, no, you right. know. And if they I'll, like, I'll say, yeah, I'll say like occasionally, but like it'll be way under. Mm-hmm. Or like, do you drink socially? But like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> which I, is everyone's
2: <laughs> answer, right? Once or twice a week, yeah, totally, yeah. right? And you can like still smell the alcohol in people when they yeah. say that, and they're you're like, dude, I, <laughs> I can still smell. I saw you at the club last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were wasted. Okay, that's interesting. You don't have to have an answer to this. Yeah. Because I I don't even know if I have an answer myself, like why I, So I and I admit this, I've admitted this to like my colleagues and my followers on Instagram or whatever, people ask me shit. I uh, still smoke occasionally. Yeah. Probably two or three times a year. I'll be like, oh my God, that cigarette looks like the greatest thing on earth. Yeah. And I will have one and afterwards I'll feel horribly guilty about it Mm -hmm. and then I won't smoke again for like four or five months. Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
0: It is. It it Yeah. Well, it that's is.
2: good, though. That means you're not addicted to cigarettes. Yeah. Agreed. But I'm a goddamn health care professional. Like, I know
1: how you bad know how bad it is, yeah. But none of us are perfect. And maybe someone would be more honest with you if you were honest with them about something like that. I think the issue is people... Whether it's, it's to your doctors or to anyone, you want to paint the best picture of
0: yourself. Yeah. Correct. It's like a ju- it's a self judgment thing and like a denial thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm in denial of like how much I actually drink and mm-hmm. how much I actually smoke. And like I go through phases. Like there'll sure. be weeks where like I don't even want a cigarette at all. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes where I want to. But I also find that with me, that specifically Goes with like an association. So it's like mm. caffeine or alcohol or, you know, it's ne- I right. never am just like living my life and like I want a cigarette on. own. You know, right. you know it's I'm always like,
2: associated with something with something
0: yeah. else that's terrible. And
2: that's me. actually most most people. I, it's very interesting. You said that I just finished reading this book called The Power of Habits. Yeah. And and why we have them or why we can't break them or something mm-hmm. like that. It, the most fascinating book. Because so I've been like personally in this like yo-yo dieting cycle my entire life. Yeah. So I was a super skinny kid, and then my mom took me to the doctor when I was like nine, because she's like, "He's so skinny, I can see his ribs," and she totally fucked me up. Because the doctor so was upset. like, "You're
0: not that anymore. I'm, I'm so I'm, skinny. Like, no, uh, no, I mean, I'm not so skinny. I'm so upset. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm so. I'm so
2: <laughs> skinny. Yeah. No, no, you are. I mean,
0: I'm not. You're but,
2: not. No, and I'm fine. Like at forty, yeah. I'm like totally fine with my body right now. But yeah. I still like I go to the gym. I, uh, I use Weight Watchers a lot. Like I'm like whatever. Yeah. But I'm trying to do keto. Like Everyone else. But I'm so mad at my mom that she did that because all the doctor said was, Oh, just feed him more. Yeah. So my mom would literally sit down and give me like four plates of food. Yeah. And everyone else in the family would have one. So then for the next like three years, I ate four plates of food. Well then what do you fucking think I want now all the time? Four plates of food. Like that's what I'm used to. So I was like, Okay, this is a habit. And I read this book and I was it's so incredibly fascinating. Everyone should read this book. This guy's fucking genius, except because he puts into words what's it called? The power of habit. Okay. Oh, yeah, I so need yes. to respect. And he puts into words like the thing we all know, but we're just not ready to admit to ourselves. 100%. Like I, those three or four times a year I smoke only happen when I'm pretty intoxicated mm-hmm. and around my friends who smoke. Yeah. Because that's a habit. Right. That's when I smoked the most. Right? right. The hardest part of me actually quitting being like an all full-time smoker was driving. Because I would get in the car, I would put the key in, I mm-hmm. would turn the car on, I would shift and drive. Once I was going, I would reach over and pick up a pack of cigarettes and I would light it.
0: That it goes hand- Totally. Well,
2: when did you stop smoking? Like, seriously, full-time stop smoking? Because you said you were- Seven, eight years ago. You were a full-time
0: smoker at Big one time. point.
2: Big time. Like, at one point, pack a day. Most of my For 20s- Four years? Most of my 20s, I was like half a pack a day smoker. Yeah. Oh, wow. But like, into like into nursing school, I was a So like smoker. 10 years-
0: plus yeah.
2: oh yeah yeah, i started smoking in when i was 17 and i smoked till i was like 32 33
0: okay so while we're on this smoking topic uh-huh, we all know yeah. it's terrible for you now they there is that thing that's like um i've heard anyway if you stop smoking after seven years your organs regenerate themselves completely or something like this or like sort of, you can kinda. cure yeah so let's talk about, so you, know what I'm you saying? can cure it
2: yeah um So it's very interesting. I will. I'd like to tell everybody this. The research that we have about cigarette smoking, by the way, is based off of someone smoking a pack of reds a day for 20 years. So I think it's important that everyone knows. So
0: every piece of information that we have based off cigarettes is from that.
2: The the biggest, the ones that are communicated the most, the ones that are like, you know, you're going to get throat cancer and you're going to get all these different things, whatever. That original research is based off of smoking Marlboro Reds a pack a day for 20 years. So there's more research recently on people like us who are like occasional smokers and whatever. Sure. And what we're finding out, they're going to hate me for saying this, was it's not all that bad. Right. The, the I'm going to smoke a cigarette once a month, it's kind of not all that bad. Right. You can't let it turn into a habit. The, to answer your question about the seven years, it's actually 20 Oh wow. So if you the day you stop smoking, if you never inhale a cigarette ever again, your lungs in twenty years will be as if you've never smoked. But that's based on one pack of Marlboro Reds a day. Yes. If that was your habit. Yes.
0: But I mean any like if you have a habit, regardless if it's twenty, like if it's a pack a day, but if you if your habit is you're doing it consistently, like every day. Mm Mm-hmm two, three cigarettes, a half a pack, whatever it is, you're still doing damage. So it's still going to take 20 years to regenerate, to recover that.
2: And that 20 years, uh, your lungs go back to normal. That has absolutely nothing to do with your risk factors for developing heart disease or COPD,
0: or the damage it's already caused, right?
2: Yes. So, and what we don't really, what we don't know is the parenchyma. That's I'm going to use. I won't use a lot of big medical speak. I promise. Oh, I'm so but into into parenchyma. This parenchyma. No, no, I like parenchyma. <laughs> oh, let's talk parenchyma. <laughs> it's super hot, right? I, I yeah, love, I love your parenchyma. Let's the parenchyma, talk parenchyma is just lung tissue. So yeah. the parenchyma of the lung goes back to being like it was if you had never smoked after 20 years. Mm-hmm. But your risk for this, I really want to drive this point home, your risk for COPD and heart disease is still much higher than someone who's never smoked. Mm -hmm. So even though your lungs will act like you've never smoked, you're still probably going to develop COPD or heart disease because you did smoke. Yeah. So this is why we're like, okay, I know your two cigarettes a day isn't that bad, but you're still going to give yourself a fucking heart attack,
1: right? So what about people now that are transitioning into these jewel vape things? Mm. Oh, and and yeah. they're they're vaping their nicotine instead of cigarettes. Obviously, in my opinion, it's not great, but I would think that water vapor would be a more healthy option than then, all the tar and if, crap that comes in if cigarettes?
2: it were water vapor, that's the issue. So the nicotine in cigarettes is not what's bad for you. Neither is the nicotine in these things. That's just the thing that keeps you addicted. We actually have uh, parts of our brain called nicotinic receptors. Like That's mm-hmm. where it's designed from. You actually need something to stimulate those receptors. Nicotine in and of itself is not bad. It, you're just very addicting. It's all the other shit in cigarettes that's bad. The tar, the carcinogens, whatever. So the problem with these vape things is that it's not just water vape. It's all these fucking chemicals and all this other shit they put formaldehyde in well, that and stuff. Well, and I guess it, it would really? be fair to say yeah. that
0: it's still sort of new that we don't really know the outcome.
2: You should come to UCLA with me, guys. I that think, you feel wait, like you're. Should like a I be a doctor? Researcher. But are they? Stu- you should be a doctor. Should,
0: uh, should I be a doctor?
2: That's the question. We just don't know enough. They haven't been around uh, yeah. long
1: enough. Yeah. But then I love these people that are like, "Yeah, I smoke pot. Pot's not bad for you, right?" I hear that like all the right. time, mm-hmm. and I think pot is probably less bad for you than drinking. Way less. But bad. at the end of the day, you're inhaling smoke. Wouldn't that right. be a very similar effect to your lungs and getting lung cancer as smoking cigarettes? So, oh, this, we're getting all the answers. We are. You're sorry, getting, we you're also, we like deep. so
0: jumped right yeah. In, yeah. No, in, in, i, which I love this,
2: this is great. Hi, Charles. Oh my god, Charles
0: wants to smoke some weed too. <laughs> I'm wondering so, if I should. Sorry, this is gonna. Should I put, I can't lock him in the room because he'll just be, pin your thought. Uh-huh. Should I should take him off the chair? Give me him one my sec. Or just, he's fine. Let's he's give fine. him another chance. Sorry, let's give him another you chance. Can bark, you can bark a little bit. You're a dog. You're yeah, supposed to. You're um, so nice. Thank you for fine. that. Oh James. My gosh. Oh. Literally everybody in my life is telling me that like Charles is the worst and he needs oh to my stop. God, God, not he me. He I love it Charles. It yeah. Okay. So
2: no, the Effects, the long-term effects of actually inhaling marijuana smoke, the research shows, is not as bad as cigarette smoke because typically in marijuana, we all know, we all know mm-hmm. especially in L.A., the weed you get ain't just weed, right? There's a bunch of other shit in there, but usually the shit that you're smoking is not as bad as the shit that's in cigarettes. Yeah. The actual act of smoking does damage your lungs, but not nearly as bad as like all of the crap that's in a cigarette. Does, but I, does that make sense? It
1: does, but I love, I literally have seen these stats online where people are like, number of cigarette deaths such and such million, number of alcohol deaths, such and such million, number of weed deaths, zero. And I'm like, well...
2: They're actually right, though. There is, we have never, there's not one documented case of anyone actually dying from smoking weed.
1: So the smoke in weed is that much less bad than the smoke in cigarettes?
2: It's not, it's It's that much less bad because it's not the smoke of cigarettes, it's the crap in the cigarettes that's so bad. Like smoking, inhaling anything in and of itself is not super great, but there are generations of people who just smoked actual tobacco yeah that's all that was they were smoking they didn't have higher incidences of like COPD or like lung disease or whatever that we know of because it was such a pure thing that they were smoking oh, interesting
0: and see I was gonna say like oh but they're probably rolling their own cigarettes and the, ours are filtered to ours are better well I'm talking about like the
2: Indians like 400 oh, years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. who were like <clears throat> sitting around the teepee to use like all kinds of horrible stereotypes yeah. right sitting around and smoking like actual tobacco that grew from the ground without formaldehyde in it yeah Well, you go buy a pack of whatever. All that shit—it's just like a stick of chemicals. So then, but my favorite thing is, I love that people smoke. Will be like, I'm not gonna drink a diet coke because there's so many chemicals in it. It's so bad. And then they'll like light a cigarette, and I'm like, but "Ah!" then
0: wouldn't you argue that? Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something that you love, that's terrible. Because like I'm kind of that person, right? Like it's like I cut. A diet shit out of my Um, life I I grew up in a family Where it was like diet stuff So everything aspartame Totally And so I Once that sort of (laughs) Like
2: This is why we're all fucked I (laughs) drink
1: so much Coke Zero It's a problem Uh, Yeah And so
0: like Once all of that was coming You know the organic whatever all I was like Once I became like the fad And we started really listening to it I like cut out the diet stuff So now I do pay attention to like You know Natural ingredients And all that shit Right but so, yeah, I kind of, I guess, have that mentality of like, okay, so there are certain things that I love to do that are terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, alcohol is poison, mm-hmm. and I love to drink, mm-hmm. and I smoke I cigarettes sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. So it's like, these things... uh so then my brain is rationalizing it going, well, you're good in the other areas. Mm-hmm. You take your supplements, you take your vitamins, you eat healthy. Which, you
2: know, vitamins are kind of a crock. Okay,
0: we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there, too. We'll get there, too. We'll get there, too. Except for, like, there are certain vitamins, right, that, like, turmeric, for example, like, is... is
2: yeah, no? It's okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, to get to your
2: point, Yes they ultimately, and I hate this word because people are like balance. And so people will be like, well, balance means I only eat a fourth of a tub of Ben and Jerry's every night instead of the whole thing. Like, right. no, don't stop eating the fucking Ben and Jerry's. But balance is a good thing. It's key. So part of the reason that none of us in this room are 700 pounds is because you've been doing that. Right. right? You're like, I'm going to drink. So for the dinner before a drink, I'm going to have a salad with some olive oil. Right. Yeah. Those things actually make a difference, particularly if you're consistent about them over the long run. Mm-hmm. So they actually do make a difference. We shouldn't use those things to rationalize, though. But we all do because that's just how our fucking brains work, right? Right. We're human beings. And so I can pound into your face to anyone and tell you, like, don't um, eat the salad so that you can eat the sheet cake later. And that's your rationalization. But we're all going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. right? So going back to the Coke and and Diet
1: Coke, Uh am I healthier (laughs) (laughs) drinking three Cokes that are 140 calories filled with sugar a day? Or the three Coke Zeroes or Diet Cokes with no sugar and no calories. Can I try
0: to answer this question? <laughs> Go for it. I'm going to try to answer because I I think, guys, I want to be a doctor.
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> it's too know, late for that. Day. I think you want to be a nurse practitioner. <laughs> I think you want to be a well. nurse
0: practitioner.
2: <laughs> I
1: want to see her I guess and
0: then I want to get yeah, the real yeah, answer. Please. I feel like the answer is uh, well, you're. There are two different cal- like the two different things you're thinking about. So like it's calories versus like. Toxins. And sugar
1: and sugar is no good for you. Sugar
0: is no, not good Awful. for you, but at least it's natural, right? As opposed to like aspart like fucking fake shit. Mm-hmm. So like you're gonna gain weight, but you're not gonna die of cancer.
1: <laughs> uh, That's okay. always been my joke, though. My right. joke has always been I like, mean, I'd rather die five years early of cancer and, than like yeah. than than then blow, like blow up and become a fat 700
2: pounds, but coke. live till you're 98. Yeah. 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 So uh, what is worse, three Cokes a day or three Diet Cokes a day? I uh, probably cannot answer that question in the way that you like. Okay. They're both horrible. Okay. They're, they're both – they're. I think they're both equally horrible for completely different reasons. So I'm going to talk about insulin really quick because this is like a hot new thing in medicine and I fucking love it and it's amazing. So I don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but every time you put anything in your mouth, that kombucha that you're drinking right now – uh. This, because there's nothing in it. Anything that's other than water, okay? Anytime you drink or eat anything in your mouth, there's an insulin response. Not just sh- bl- blood glucose, like not just sugar, because everyone sort of understands that when your sugar goes up, insulin follows it, right? And helps your blood sugar come down.
0: Isn't insulin the thing that breaks up the sugar to like, so it doesn't attack your pancreas?
2: Um, mm, almost. So insulin okay. is like, so sugar needs to get into your cells, yeah. but they don't have the key to the door to get into your cells. Insulin is the key. So sugar has to attach to an insulin molecule to get into the cells of your body, so we use it as energy, okay? Your pancreas produces insulin. It's it's only fucking job. It doesn't do anything else. She's like, you need a bunch of insulin. I'm going to pump out some insulin. So what a lot of people don't know is that insulin rises with every single thing you put in your body. Insulin as a hormone as also in charge of the process in your liver called gluconeogenesis I'm gonna get a little deep on you here I'm
0: so into this this yeah. is
2: a super great right so I glu- just
0: feel like I don't want you to leave ever <laughs> like I honestly <laughs> oh, want you. you to move in and I want to ask you all of the <laughs> Every questions single question. anytime something comes up
2: but I think this stuff blew my mind because we learned it in school but we didn't learn it in the right way and now that I'm out of school and not brainwashed like I've done my own fucking research and I've read all of this stuff and I'm like oh my god we're totally teaching this wrong so. well because
0: the only thing sorry to cut you off no, but when fine. I think of insulin I just immediately am like it's attached to diabetes immediately right. like in right. my and i still don't kind of get it but i know that like there's an insulin situation when somebody has diabetes, you diabetes. Gotta take right. insulin
2: right so most diabetics a lot some diabetics do so but we all have an insulin response in our body what makes us non-diabetics different from diabetics is that our body manages the insulin just fine our pancreas works great so we put something in our mouth whatever let's say this kombucha yeah you put it in your mouth your blood sugar might go up a little bit your insulin is also going to go up a little bit okay insulin excuse me i'm burping the seltzer water it's I, really carb, good though it's good carbonation yeah, i love carbs yeah
0: no nation nation right. <laughs> Carbonation. bubbles we, well, like, bubbles. Carbs, well, we like bubbles we right? don't we want to tell people no, that you're not eating a loaf of bread right, right now <laughs> <laughs> and Fucking yeah we're it's carbs. a trader joe's lime sparkling water. water
2: carbs as a whole other thing because i'm going to get to carbs in the insulin response here seriously so am i i'm so excited. insulin not only is the thing it attaches to sugar molecules and allows sugar to come into the cell so your body can use it as energy Insulin also is in charge of this process in your liver called gluconeogenesis. And long story short with that is whether or not your body stores fat or burns fat, okay? Mm -hmm. The only thing in charge of that is insulin. So if insulin in your body is up and stays up for a long time, your body is constantly in storage mode. If you can bring your insulin levels down and keep them low, you will burn your stored fat, okay? There's a lot of science and mumbo jumbo behind this, Mm -hmm. but just trust me on it, okay? So insulin (coughs) grabs the sugar, throws it in your cells, that's one of its job. The other job that insulin has is to tell your liver whether or not you should store fat. So you put a bunch of stuff in your mouth, should you store it? Or you put a bunch of stuff in your mouth, should you burn it as energy? And then you've used it up, okay? Every single thing you put in your mouth, I'm saying this again because it's important. Every single thing you put in your mouth changes your insulin response. So Coke, zero versus regular Coke or diet Coke versus regular Coke, right? Sugar in the regular Coke goes up. Insulin's going to follow it, right? Mm -hmm. There's always an insulin response with sugar. But there's also an insulin response with anything you put in your mouth. So the insulin goes up. If you're drinking a bunch of regular Coke or Diet Coke, it doesn't matter. Your insulin's going to stay high and it's going to constantly be telling your liver to store fat. So, yes, there might be no calories in Diet Coke. Right. But the aspartame right. causes the exact same insulin spike and the insulin to stay up as a regular Coke. So you're still telling your body to store it.
1: So it's like a decoy calorie. It's, it's like a fake, your your body responds ca- to it your, exactly like Your a body calorie.
2: essentially responds to Diet Coke in the same way that it responds to Coke. It just doesn't have calories, but calories are a little bit of like a myth anyway.
0: Well, so I kind of remember this. So I lost a bunch of weight years ago. Um, and I remember this on the diet plan that like I was only allowed to have one um, artificial sh- sweetener a day. And there was something uh, I feel like I don't remember it was so long ago, but mm-hmm. like there was something to that. Like right. And I think it was because it's something like it tricks your... It almost holds you back.
2: Yes, yes. it told Because it throws your... So people would be like, oh, I'm eating salads. I'm eating great. I'm eating right. veggies, blah, 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 whatever, and lean meats all day long. And they're pounding Diet Cokes. Right. So the insulin is way up high and staying up there. So it doesn't fucking matter what they're eating because everything they're eating, their body is storing as fat.
0: So how do... What's the difference between storing fat and then burning? Like, how do you... What is... The process happening that the insulin is telling your body store this versus burn this
2: so the the long story short is that when your insulin levels are low it's telling your liver i'm not gonna consume enough energy for my basic metabolic processes or my crossfit workout or my walk to the store or whatever so i better pull from my reserves mm-hmm. when the insulin level's high mm-hmm. it's telling your liver Cool, because your liver is in charge of that part of your metabolism. When your insulin levels are high, it's saying, Cool, we're going to consume enough that we want. So we're good. We got enough energy. Everything we pull in, we're just going to, we can store that. We'll take what we need and then we store the rest. So if you can bring those insulin levels down and keep them down, this is why intermittent fasting is so hot right now.
0: Is it in the, this is very I tried it. Wait, you did it <laughs> one day. You did it one day. I did, Relax. day. I did it three days and I lost
1: like two and a half well, pounds. So like <laughs>
2: it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. So
0: like I just talked about how like I I lost weight years ago, right? right? Yeah. And so with that it was How very, did you do that? It was two pounds, it was very healthy. It was two pounds a week. It was just eating it was just eating well. Like every two hours Little bits anyway. Oh, See Ex the expense. insulin
2: The insulin theory Would tell you that's bad But go ahead
0: But I've been able To keep it off I mean I've put awesome. on Like an additional Like 25 I don't want to talk about it But whatever <laughs> I mean But like I, I Was able to keep it off And maintain it For 10 plus years uh-huh. So like um, But yeah So it was just It was a program Where a certain amount Of it was like Four vegetables Like three proteins Two fruit I mean counting everything Sure uh-huh. Counting for all of it Measuring And then Yeah that was it I mean Right it, Um, yeah. So, what what was my Your brain's
2: working really, really hard. That's okay. Because we were talking about intermittent fasting.
0: Right. Okay. So then, oh God, I fucking lost my question. That's
2: okay. Well, how was your intermittent fasting experience, Brian?
1: It was good. So, are there different types of intermittent fasting? Or the basic idea of it is stop eating at a certain time at night and start eating earlier because you have this long time for your body to kind of for those insulin levels yes. to drop
2: is the long is the long and short so you're saying it's good crap. you're saying
1: it's a good
2: i love really? it
0: really okay so i, I now i'm at this plateau this is where i am i'm bringing it all about me it's I'm okay at, so i was, that's where i was that's where i was, was about me it's all about it's me it's all about me okay that should be
1: the new name of the podcast right. it's all about me sorry if i all could
0: have if i could have an assistant right, slash like a nurse practitioner Mm-hmm. As my assistant, I would be so happy. That's amazing. Just so, okay. So you're not out taking the job. Hundred dollars an hour. Okay, I don't have that. Anyway, moving <laughs> forward. Um, Once this
1: podcast blows up, though, you can hire him. There we go.
0: Okay, right. that's true. That's true. Um, fuck. My question is this: I've been at a plateau mm-hmm. right now, and just like. In order for me to go back to what I did that time, it's, it's so difficult for me right now. Yep. And I, need, I just need to, I need something new.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do understand like a healthy lifestyle as opposed to these like fad diets, mm-hmm. right? And so I know that. Talk to me about this. Inter- I need something that's gonna but, work So right some, of,
2: some of this, even the, this, what we've been taught about what a healthy lifestyle is, is all shit, it's all crap. To me, it's so,
0: common
1: sense, but no. Like, like so move your body and eat somewhat sensibly. Yeah.
2: Yes, that that works. You got to move, yeah. period. Um, you don't have to maybe move as much as we thought previously unless you're looking to have like a muscled or chiseled physique. Um, but I mean, it really does come down to what you eat. Part. It, it really does come down to what you eat. And I, I tell people this about a lot of the research says that in terms of when it comes to losing weight, you are only in control from your physicality, so from your working out, of about 20% of that equation. 80% of that equation does come down to what you eat and how often. Like 80 20 frequency.
1: food exercise yes. will determine so how much you weigh. can
2: Now, there are some crazy people out there who will like run a marathon every morning and then do yoga and then go to CrossFit, right? Okay, those people are a little bit different. They're probably genetically gifted as well, and their ratio is gonna be a little bit different. But for us, like normal human beings, sure. right, who have jobs and shit, like. Right. You're, you can go to CrossFit every single day, and it's only going to make up 20% of that weight loss equation. Yeah. Now if you're trying to stay where you are, change how your body looks or moves, totally different conversation yeah. when it comes to weight loss. So 80% of it is really what and how often you eat.
0: Talk to me. Talk yeah. to me. Talk oh, wait,
1: to me. Do, do you want to continue with that? Because I, I, had, I had something to... Well, no,
2: no, no. If you have questions. because well, I, I was going to say, with
1: exercise, though... Do you think it is just as important for your mental health as it is your physical health? Like I always say, man, if I'm in the dumps and I go to Running Canyon and I run my ass off Mm -hmm. and and being outside, there's something about the sunshine and stuff, too. I I think it's. Probably the best
0: antidepressant well, like, in the is world. Well, is, is the thing. I mean, it produces the, your, your dopamine, right? It does. Very good. So the, guys, see? Shh. You don't need me on this part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you later. Thanks for, the, thanks for joining us. Okay. I'm thanks here to answer questions Thanks for joining us on It's question. All About Me. <laughs> okay. All About Me. Back to answer Welcome your questions. To ask the Megan. <laughs> Megan here, Everything your nurse practitioner. You know? to
2: ask. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, that's true. So you you do. That's what they call a runner's high for a reason. You're literally stimulating the same neurotransmitters uh, and, and neuroreceptors in your brain when run not everyone gets that some people are like they want to slit their wrist when they run but like mm-hmm. a lot of people get that so whatever that exercise is for me i'm like a total team sports dude so like if i go down to these courts at los Feliz down here and play like i'm fucking serena like i am on cloud nine for like a day I like i that. feel great yeah i don't care how shitty work is or how crazy my husband's being i'm like i'm fucking serena because i just played tennis for like three hours i love it that's yeah. my shit so but whatever it is and you're totally right so there is an absolute mental health aspect about that. When it, when it comes to weight loss, I don't know. Do you guys ever watch Adam Ruins Everything?
1: Yeah. Yes. I, oh, he's great. Is it? He has so great hair just like you, Megan. He Thanks. does have great hair like you. Thank and it you. And it's
2: one of the most amazing shows on television. I totally recommend really? everyone start watching it. And he does this episode on weight loss, which is I'm like 85% in on this episode. Yeah. And what he nails is we've all been basically lied to for a really long time because marketing. Right, because the world. Well, and
1: we had the food pyramid Uh. that we were taught forever. And then one day they're like, you know what? Complete opposite. Flip it upside down. That That fucking food pyramid? How was the science so fucked up in like the 70s and the
2: 80s with
0: the The food pyramid? Not in the 90s. The 90s were the worst, Was it bad science or
1: was it because they were trying to make companies
0: money?
2: Yes, is the short answer. So
0: everyone knew, but they were just, it was more about money? So
2: essentially the people who sat around over one weekend by the way, in the 50s and decided to come up with, we should tell Americans how to eat because they're dumbasses and they haven't figured this out. So it even backs up a little bit further. So heart disease was not a thing at the turn of uh, the century, by the way. Heart disease didn't exist. And we had a ton of fat all the time. Can
0: I really? ask you a really stupid question? Yeah. B- buckle up. Yeah. When What does turn of century mean? Is that, <laughs> Okay, wait. It, I, I'm thinking it's when we turn to... 1800s. D- going to into 1900. the 1900s. <laughs> 1800s. going into the 1900s. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Okay, I knew that. God, I knew that. I just needed oh, to... Oh my that God,
2: this is amazing. <laughs> no. Great. And actually, I totally lied to you too because the true most recent... I knew that. The true most recent turn of the century was nine. 1900, 1900 two, to 2000, Y2K. right? Y2K yeah, yeah. Right. but I, I'm talking about from right. the 1800s, and I, I think I misspoke earlier. I didn't. I didn't want to say heart disease did not exist because it did exist, but nowhere near to the levels that it is right now. Yeah. And so heart disease started creeping up a little bit. Uh, who had a heart? Uh, Truman? No, Eisenhower had a heart attack. Like every, the whole country freaked out, and they're like, ah, oh, everyone was Go like, on. we want to eat.
1: Eisenhower was a U.S. president. Fuck just, off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We had a president. You want me <laughs> okay. to say it in Spanish? <laughs> okay. The uh, uh. president of the United States. Uh, um, had a heart attack, right? And he, so the whole country freaked out and was like, oh my God, why is he having a heart attack? So the American Medical Association, there was no real FDA at the time, not, not the way it is now. They all got together and they're like, we should tell Americans how to eat. The people sitting in that room, literally sitting in the room over a weekend who came up with the food pyramid, uh, there were only like 12 dudes and they were all 12 old white dudes and they were all on the boards of like Kellogg's and Monsanto and all these other fucking companies. What was Monsanto? That's old school. Monsanto makes, well, I'm from Nebraska, so it's super not old school for us because okay. we're farmers. <laughs> um, Monsanto makes um, pesticides. Oh, God. And like uh, stuff that helps corn grow and wheat grow. Got it. So, so they have a vested interest. They're in every, basically everywhere. And everyone eating a lot of fucking right. wheat and corn-based products right. because then the farmers use their stuff, so right? So the moral so of the
1: story is big business just fucks everyone.
2: Kellogg's, of course, Kellogg invented that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. No physician, nurse practitioner, anyone ever said that breakfast is the most fucking important meal of the day. The, the cereal companies want us to eat cereal, so they were like, hey, we're going to tell Americans that breakfast is the most God, important meal so of the day.
1: I would eat Lucky Charms. You're
0: shoving oh, God. fucking Remember a cookie? bowl of sugar. <laughs> marshmallows
2: in your face. And then pouring liquid sugar, which is what milk is. <sighs> I hate milk. I, milk, I, on hate top milk. Of it. I hate milk. Cookie
0: crisp. Like white water. Nobody needs it cookies frosted. oh cookie crisper very good oh it was delicious frosted, I know. frosted
2: flakes <laughs> lucky I know. charms and you're taught or cereals
0: even you're taught that yeah. it's like that this is healthy yeah kids yeah, got go better on.
2: eat breakfast
0: Oh, my God. It's so, so wild. No, and Isn't this is crazy? like the yeah. same,
1: this is the same era where you see those old advertisements that are like three out of four doctors smoke Salem Lights. I mean, essentially.
2: Yes, the sa- at the <laughs> yeah. same time. Three <laughs> out of four doctors also eat a bowl of Frosted Flakes. So like calories aside, there's, I don't even know. I'm sorry, I'm going to misquote this shit, but there's probably 40 grams yeah. of sugar in two servings of Frosted Flakes because no one ever eats a single serving of anything. Oh, mm-hmm. no, God.
0: Frosted- Especially when you have a like, box filled with. And you a- just like pour <laughs> it in the tub of. Right. I mean, oh God, I could, I have no self-control. I'm a total terrible. binge eater. It's so terrible. Me too. It's like, I'm not proud of uh, it, but I'm honest about it. Yeah. I cannot keep, this is a real thing. I cannot keep things in that house that like, like cheese. I can't even keep cheese mm-hmm. in the house because I know it's there and I love it so much and in my brain it's bad. So like, I know I want to binge it. Right. Like, and just like you were saying how you were brought, when you were a skinny kid and your mm-hmm. mom did like I was always a chubby kid. Mm-hmm. So like, since the second I can remember, diet was in my head. It mm. was. It was. There's so much focus on body image totally. and what you eat. And like, I was going to nutritionist when I was nine. Mm. Now I'm not downing my mom. You know, she is only le- doing the best that she can. Right. She thought and
2: she was help, and she was trying to help she you. Was trying and, her right, best to her help best. Me sure. to like
0: keep this in my head, and to like this is totally what me, this is bad, this is good. But unfortunately, it did the opposite for me, oh. and it like put the focus on it. And it was so my whole life. It was like this is bad. So then. Anytime I was around bad food, it was like rebellious almost. And Mm. then I would binge. And not to mention in that period, she's like, honey,
1: I got this food pyramid, a bunch of dot. They they know exactly (laughs) what to do. Meanwhile, it's 12 businessmen that are trying to make all the It's the same shit that's happening with opioids and everything, man. It's all just money. That's
2: that's a whole nother thing. So I have to to tell everyone, by the way, you read this book. I I feel like I'm pimping everyone else's book. I need to write one i oh, I would buy your book. I'm yeah, totally going to write a book by and the do way. do an
1: audio book because I like the uh, way you oh, present things. Why,
2: I could also you. do the voiceover for your book. Uh,
0: that would be great. <laughs> okay. I, I,
2: my name is James Simmons.
0: <laughs> I'm, I, hi, I'm James. i the respect, <laughs> to, yeah, to, yeah, Right. Yeah.
2: Um, it's called. There's a book called The Obesity Code. It's by mm-hmm. Dr. Jason Fung. Uh, I've listened to it like 14 times. Uh, that's why I got behind on your podcasts, by the way. But I okay. listened to this book. It's fucking amazing, and it's all the shit that I'm talking about, along with a whole bunch of other science.
0: I'm gonna go back and write jot this down. Totally right
2: amazing. To so that so I've now pimped two books. You're welcome. Uh, but just, Dr. Jason Fung, he's a nephrologist, which is kidney doctor, uh, out of Toronto, and he has people who are coming into his clinic who are um, be, he's curing them of obesity and type two diabetes just with intermittent fasting and kind of a keto-ish diet. So when you said that you do the keto diet, I was
1: surprised. because I know. ish. Whenever I think of doctors and nurses, to me, I usually think of them saying, don't even do diets, just eat healthy and live a sensible yeah, lifestyle. But sure. are there certain diets that work? And I guess the key to them would be don't make it a diet make it part of your daily routine it, it has to be a lifestyle change so, so what is yep. keto I've heard about it and why oh does it God. work
2: so I went through this whole stupid insulin is this thing the earlier bacon right? one? is this the bacon one kind of yes oh. except it, it gets <laughs> it gets a little bit of a bad rap But I, so I'll explain what actual wait did keto we finish is. the other thing yeah yeah well I'm gonna relate this, this is so excitable oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited it's gonna be like a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movie and it, it all comes, is right? because all I so really curb your enthusiasm well you're one of your favorite movies is Pulp Fiction right so we're really weaving multiple like, stories together we
0: cannot forget to go back to the intermittent fasting and we cannot forget to tell me what to do to lose weight. We're so doing it this now. This
2: We're doing it now. Okay,
0: it that's, it now. Now. That's, that's happening now. That's
2: happening now. now. This is going to be the thing okay, that great. you get to do that's totally different.
0: Uh, so. And then I'll finally have good legs and be able to wear shorts. <laughs>
2: you have great legs now. No. Wear shorts. I've never Fuck been them. able to wear shorts. Fuck them, stab them, kill them. Who I think cares? I always look cute in little shorts. bathing suit when we
0: go to the Yeah, so- yeah it's weird. It's like, in a, like, I don't know, shorts, it's like really... Anyway, let's move forward. Okay, keto. I'll never wear daisy dudes. Probably not say things like that. So, this keto diet,
2: though, there's actual science behind it. I said, fuck him, stab him, kill him. It's from Queens of Comedy. Sorry, I should not say (laughs) that. Are we going to look at this keto
1: thing? Are people going to listen to this podcast 10 years from now and be like, holy fuck, listen to this
2: idiot? Look at at how crazy his science was. (laughs) Well, what's great is that we're going back to, you know, in the 80s, what was a healthy breakfast? A fucking bagel. Yeah. Right. And so you had people like Dr. Oz and whatever being like, go eat a bagel every morning for breakfast with your cereal and toast yeah. because there's no fat in there. So that's great. Now we look back on that. You're right. And we're like, oh, ah, that's so dumb. I think what's important to remember is that science medicine is not perfect. Science is not perfect. It's always evolving and changing. And we have to sort of just continue to try to keep up. And there's there is no goal. There is no finish line. It's the fucking coffin. Right. We're going to we're going to struggle through this. It's sort of like acting in L.A. You got if you're going to do it, you love it and you keep grinding until you fucking die. Yeah. Because even the people who get their big breaks like. They're doing other I was talking about Courtney Cox earlier, right? Like yeah. she got friends, everyone's like, Oh, you're yeah. set for life and she's done a bunch of movies. Now now she's like producing documentaries and shit, right? It yeah. constantly changes.
0: Constantly changes. So, I feel like we just our society, we have this whole this idea of once this, I'll be happy. Once yeah. this, then this. Yes. If I can do this, I'll be happy then. And that's not how it works. And it's like you're waiting it's like that's you're postponing your life. You're yep. like waiting you until are. you get somewhere to do something. And
2: I, I feel very much the same way because especially yep. in, in like and, and I'm forty now, and like I was telling you, I'm I'm totally in that like not giving a fuck place. But like growing up a fat biracial gay kid yeah. in nebraska and then iowa and then chicago and whatever and we i call that the triple threat right the, there it bi- is the, bi- why, <laughs> thank you fat, <laughs>
0: biracial gay kid it's not that, that i can sing <laughs> dance and act <laughs> <Yeah. but
2: laughs> fat biracial gay kid um but i always and i have been i have been as heavy as 315 pounds whoa and i have, really i have modeled at 180 yeah this is 240 yeah so, okay so you see the swings yeah. i'm like right in the middle um, and I hated my body and everything during those times because of it, because, and I, because I was like, I have to get to that goal, mm-hmm. right? If I look like, and now it's an Instagram fucking model, right? If I look like that Instagram model, I'll be happy. Yeah. Even though now I have like a beautiful home and a great job and I love what I do. And my husband, and I have friends and I travel and I wear my little skimpy bathing suits because I don't give a shit. So I think it's important to remember. I tie all this back to like diet and exercise and it's just a process. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep grinding. So the new science the new way we're looking at everything is that this whole insulin thing the lowest amount of types of food so macronutrients you guys might have heard people talk about this macronutrients are like protein fat carbohydrates okay so of the macronutrients fat causes that insulin to go up the least
0: interesting
2: Okay, so uh, with that whole thing for like 10 minutes earlier about how like insulin is super important. All right. So what the new science is showing us right now is that you keep those insulin levels low as long as you can. Mm -hmm. Or if they're going to spike, bring them back down as fast as you can. Okay, so you Mm -hmm. sit down and eat a piece of toast. It's going to go up the most. If you sit down and eat a lean chicken breast, it's going to go up a medium amount. If you sit down and eat an avocado. It's going to go up the least. Well, that was toast the most. That's easy to remember. That's toast so
3: crazy. Okay, does that make sense?
2: So this is why keto is so uh, powerful because what did I tell you about insulin? You put anything in your mouth that goes up, right? So what is intermittent fasting? You're not putting anything in your mouth. So obviously your insulin levels are going to drop because you're not putting anything so, in your mouth.
0: So sorry, I'm trying to get a grasp of this. Totally. So no. when you when your insulin levels are down, they're more most likely for a longer period of time. Your body's going to burn your stores. So everything, the things that come in next are going to be burned as opposed to stored. Uh, more or less. Do you hear what I'm saying? You're, yeah,
2: you're in you're in burn your own fat mode when your insulin levels are low. Because your body still, your body has about eighty five percent of what's going on in our body. By the way, has nothing to do with, with what we're doing externally. So our metabolic processes take up eighty five percent of our calories, our energy, all that stuff. So basically,
0: the le- less work we give our bodies to do, the more. Um, they're going to almost
2: your brain's going in the right direction. So like I said, we can go out and run 17 marathons a day, but our body has these internal metabolic processes that it's always working on. And that actually is 85% of our daily, like calorie burn. It's arguable 75 to 85% of our daily calorie calorie burn. Yeah. Which is why you can't impact it. Like your body's just going to do what it's going to do. So your body needs energy to do that shit. So you can keep eating and your body's going to use the energy from what you're giving it. Mm -hmm. Or if you've got, love handles, you can keep your insulin levels low, and your body's like, I still need energy. Oh, I have a whole bunch of it saved. I'll go pull from <laughs> there. I have so much I saved.
0: they have saved. so much saved. So the
1: worst thing you could do right now, in regards to diet, like, a midnight snack is, like, the dumbest choice you could make, because that's when...
2: It's going to the storage factory. If, if your goals are to lose weight, and it depends on what that midnight snack is, it's because the thought process with keto is that it's very similar to intermittent fasting and in that if you're eating a bunch of fat... Yeah, what, is, ins- it? what is it? Your insulin's staying low.
0: Tell me what explain Wait, so a keto just, diet. Oh, no, hold on, I'm still trying to get a grasp of this. Sorry, no, i no, no, this
2: is good. I'm. The, I know we've totally changed this to like lots of questions to like we're just
0: talking about. No, but and I keto, think it's good, good though. I think feel like yeah. health and fitness and like whatever is, it all goes together. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I, uh, correct me if I'm like just not grasping this, and I just need to listen to it again. Because no, no, sometimes you're okay. I have ADD, but you I kind of feel like I'm almost there. Yep. And I really want to get I it. I think you're almost there too. Yeah. So like. Okay, so one, I want to talk about time because it's this whole thing of like, uh, don't eat late at night. So right, like like does time, does it matter in terms of like when you eat? Like does eating late at night doesn't really matter because the whole, I think everyone's idea behind it is like, oh, so you're going to eat and then you're going to just go to bed, right? So is that really a thing or is it just mm-hmm. like,
1: Brian. i think i know the answer because i did all, I, I got uh, no, you're I, so no, annoying. You got, no you got to answer the one question remember no, no, you got, yeah the, no, coke, you the, the you diet, diet coke get my you the cold diet coke my question you're no. no. sitting there with your
0: hand up and it's all i can think about no, i'm losing my question
2: i love it i, I, I have think have it answer. but i think Brian, brian's so excited i love when people get excited about health right? I got into a YouTube too
1: and i believe just the base and this is what i want to do is just go over the most basic elements of this i believe the most basic concept of an intermittent diet is that at some point each 24 hour period, you have to go 16 hours without eating. So you stop, like, let's say you stop eating at six, the next time you can eat is 10 in the morning the next day. And that gives your body the time to start sucking up that storage and your insulin goes down. Bingo.
0: Thank you.
2: Now, gives you you
0: the time to start sucking up your storage so the insulin goes down. So,
2: remember, we'll go back. I'll make it super easy for you. Sorry, guys. It's okay. When insulin's high, so your body has all this stuff it's always working on, right? So, think about of all of the calories I eat in the day. Yeah. And you notice I'm not talking about low calorie diets to work for weight loss because they don't really. And that's a whole other thing, but I won't get into that. Okay. So, let's say of all of the calories that you're eating in a day. Mm hmm. It's arguable, depends on which scientist or researcher you talk to, but we'll say 70 to 85% of all of the energy your body uses is internal stuff that you have no control over. Keeping your heart pumping, keeping your liver going, moving your bowels, okay? Like making sure you don't get cramps, like whatever, okay? All the crazy Mm -hmm. stuff our body does. Brains use about 30% of that. Our brains take up so much fucking energy. You could sit and stare at this lovely green wall, And of all of the calories you ate all day long, your 70% of it would go to what your body needs. Yeah. The other give or take 30% is you moving around in activities. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that energy, the gas in the tank comes from, I'm simplifying two places, Mm -hmm. what you're putting in your mouth or what you have stored. Mm -hmm. We store energy in our bodies as fat. Okay. Unless you're like not having a period because you're, body fat percentage is three and you're like a world record marathon holder, you don't really have any storage, right? That's Mm -hmm. dangerous. All the rest of us, we have stored energy. So like at the gas station, it's just stored. there, waiting for us or we have energy we're putting in our mouths, like energy that's already in the car. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
2: The thing that tells our body which energy source to use Mm -hmm. is insulin. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're putting energy constantly in your mouth, your insulin levels stay high and high insulin levels are like, cool, we're getting all the energy we need. We don't need to pull from our love handles.
0: So it's just an extra, it's just tacking it on. It's extra stuff. It's, or it's yeah. keeping, it's keeping. And it there. it'll,
2: it'll keep it there. Yeah. It'll keep it there. It'll use the energy that's coming in your mouth mm-hmm. and it'll keep it there.
0: And it'll essentially store more that it doesn't need. Totally.
2: If you get your Hence, insulin levels low. Fatter. Right. Which is why, for some people, this eating every two or three hours thing kind of worked. And I I could explain that. Maybe that's a whole other fucking podcast. But um, it's why it ultimately didn't work. People who did that gained their weight back. If you bring the insulin levels low... Your body's like, I'm not getting enough energy. I need to go pull from my storage tanks, which on me are my love handles. Mm -hmm. So then you start burning your stored fat. That's all driven by insulin. So the two things that keep your insulin levels low are not eating or just eating fat. Because toast is the most, then like protein, and then fats. Toast is the most. (laughs) Got it. So this is why keto allows people to Mm -hmm. eat still, but keep their insulin levels low. So can
1: we... Now, I, I still don't know what
2: keto so is. I do, oh.
0: So, I do. I, so, then I understand. Like, if, I mean, if this is the theory that is, right, then, then, like, if you're trying to lose weight, the most, the thing that would make sense the most would be a combination of keto and intermittent and fasting. Intermittent fasting.
2: At least on the, our current knowledge. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I made a mistake with keto. When I started doing keto early. I lost a ton of weight really fast. Boom. Which a lot of people do. And then, I've plateaued. And it's because I'm eating too much. Right. So volume still is an impact Still totally. has some Like I can't Because I was literally Sitting down and being like I'm going to eat these three steaks And these two avocados And seven pieces of bacon No no bitch You still can you can't eat, eat a lot cheese? of food Can you eat I cheese I don't care what you is it You can totally eat cheese Oh my god should I do keto What is keto I still don't, don't know, know keto, keto is <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that you to eat bacon But I don't know what Ow! keto is
1: Because we keep talking about cheese. The goddamn love handles I just want to eat cheese they keep talking about The stores Just tell me I want to bacon meat diet I just want to eat cheese I just literally did that For a full night in just, serves, like said, just give me a one-minute okay. overview of what keto is. What's when the your, rules?
2: When your <laughs> insulin levels are low, <laughs> when your insulin levels are low, your body doesn't have sugar mm-hmm. to use as energy. Your body creates what are called ketone bodies. Okay. That's why it's called keto. Got it. That's it. That's where the word. So comes it's from just
1: me. it's just an all fat, no, no sugar.
2: It is a. There's ratios. You should aim for anywhere between sixty-five and eighty percent of your calories every day being from fat. Okay. And then the rest from protein and five percent or less from carbs. Okay. That defines a keto diet. So that's no why pasta, you- no bread, no toast. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. What
0: about like seasonings, sodiums? Yeah,
2: don't worry about it. You actually need a little bit of salt on the keto diet uh, because you diurese a lot. You get your you pee more.
0: Pee from your butt. No. Did you say diarrhea?
2: Uh, sometime. No, diarrhea. Oh. That's the medical term <laughs> for. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, wait, where did okay. we go to pee from the butt? <laughs> diarrhea is the medical term for like a lot of fluid coming off like water, like peeing
0: interesting A lot. It's like all these the this fucking is so like,
2: crazy and fascinating i know
0: it's so crazy and fascinating like i've spent like literally the past 15 years of my life being like oh not too much salt or like any like sodium like like, like not even no soups really because it's filled with sodium like yeah. eating super cl- like grilled protein and veggies and like little condiments and that, that stuff grilled grilled
2: meats are great uh, veggies are great. If you're trying to be strict keto, you have to be careful because you can't, you got to keep those ratios intact.
0: Because you could fuck up your cholesterol, I'm assuming, with so, a high fat.
2: Very controversial. No. Most people who do a very good keto diet, and they're not just eating bacon, but they're actually eating like things that can get, like olive oils, coconut oils, avocado, whatever. People who do keto diets, their cholesterol profile tends to get better. Really? They, their cholesterol actually tends to come down.
0: Isn't this, this sounds like the Atkins diet. Um, sorry hugs. we can move on soon I know that you, I, feel, I can feel you getting antsy to move on from well, diets no, no, I've just, well, this has been my life's umbrella and um, so for me this is like I'm very into it we
1: just had a list of questions no I mean I could talk about this forever we this can is rapid the most- fire
2: the questions if you want I'm su- I've am been practicing like 10 word answers I love a
0: rapid fire well wait, let's wrap the, let's finish this because right, I think we're we wrapping it it's up it's
2: almost like Atkins except Atkins allows uh, higher levels of protein so remember okay. those ratios. So of your 100% of calories that you eat in keto, I'll just give 70 to make the math easy. You're shooting for 70% of your calories come from fat. Yeah. Only then 25% of your calories come from protein. So you cannot sit down and eat a whole bunch of chicken, lean chicken breasts because they have too much protein in them. You can have like
0: one, and w- does, like what half of one. Uh, uh, oh, what is oh, the deal with protein? We have a wheel. Is, I know, hugs. Come on getting the wheel. You can oh, get the wheel. Oh, we're getting and the wheel. I'm super
2: No, I'm super excited about getting the wheel. I'm getting
1: the wheel because if, if, if the wheel makes sound okay, then that's then going to interrupt Then, her. then yeah. go
2: away and do
0: yeah. it. That's what I was doing. Yeah, except that I can hear you. Like, I really I'm don't I'm actually like really it right
2: excited now. about the wheel.
0: We're going to do the wheel, and I'm sorry. Yeah. You're probably so no, no, bored kidding. with me.
2: No, not at all. Are you kidding me? I can talk about this forever. This okay. is what I do. This is my shtick. I'm so into this. This is my
0: thing. Okay, right. I think I'm pretty much done. I think that, that does protein, though, break down? In a, is it hard for your body to break it down? Is that why so little protein? No,
2: too much protein will act like a carb and make your insulin levels go up. Interesting. So you need protein. Protein's super great. You need it. But too much protein will make your body it'll shoot your insulin up give me five
0: things that would be under that would be fats on this diet
2: avocado yeah um, bacon five delicious things real actual honest to goodness bacon without fucking nitrites or any crap in it okay Um, red meat okay but you get don't get a lean cut get a fatty cut of red meat you just don't eat a lot right you're not gonna you're not gonna sit down and eat like a 12 ounce ribeye you're gonna sit down and eat like a 4 ounce ribeye okay okay it's kind of annoying Uh, olive oil I probably half of this olive oil a day. Okay. Um, coconut oil is another really good one.
0: What about cheese? Where does that fall?
2: Totally. You can do cheese. You just have to be careful because there's... So two things about cheeses. Shredded cheeses, they usually use a carb-based compound to keep them from caking together. Uh-huh. So shredded cheeses are crap. Shred your own cheese. Okay. And you have to be careful getting processed cheese. Like go to Whole Foods, spend the money, get like real cheese or wherever you get real cheese from. Totally. It can be, pro- it can be pasteurized. It should be. But get like real cheese... Uh, and they just has protein. Just remember, it hits your protein.
0: And then what about veggies? So like, I love a good spinach salad. Does that count for anything, or that's like air?
2: Go crazy. Like the best meal, your literally your best meal is gonna be like a a small piece of red meat, some asparagus with olive oil drizzled drizzled all over it. That sounds perfect. With like an avocado on the side.
0: Dang. oh my god i'm gonna be skinny in like mm. a month
2: i'm very excited <laughs> i like can't wait month. but you're gonna do this for life right we're gonna this is do a this for life ride. yeah it's not a, a diet a,
0: it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle. lifestyle right i wonder if this will work for me i'm very excited thank you for walking me through that and i'm, I'm uh, sure you're very
2: welcome well i hope your listeners enjoy this we should just change the name of this today to be like the like keto podcast well like, that the, like, was just a part of it how long fasting. have we gone
0: i mean we have oh, gone we've been going yeah this may be a long app no, that's okay do you have a hard out time uh, uh i have to be okay, what, okay. How, where's the place
1: We're, okay, we are okay we still got a little time do we good yeah
0: oh yeah we have Dolly. a time
1: and, and where's your place you have to be west
2: hollywood
0: oh okay, you're so fine not terribly far so no no we no, so still got a little bit of time worst yeah. case scenario hard out at five
1: yeah okay five will okay great time. this now, could be a long ep now james said he really liked the wheel okay i do
2: like the wheel
0: in
1: the last episode. Okay, I'm so super
0: excited about but, the wheel. I know, but since we haven't really done the, made the wheel, how are we going to pick the topic? All right, well, here's the thing. Out
2: my, let's say 4.30, by the way. On the okay, out, just have, to be safe. I have to let the dog poop.
0: Yes. Do you live <laughs> around here? <laughs> I do. Not close. Not. I mean, not. Um, not far. Oh my god! Just give me your address so. and I'll stop by every day. Yay! Please. <laughs> not a big deal. Okay. So,
1: radio and podcast, its just theater of the mind. So, if the listeners just think, if they think we have yeah. a wheel, we do have a wheel. What are have, you talking we, about? Of course, we have There's a
0: wheel. A ginormous fucking wheel. It's a beautiful in there. wheel. I'm just concerned about how we actually pick it. Okay. Well. Let's just Go with the flow here. Dun, two, da, da. All right. And then like blindly. I'm yes and. Okay. We oh, So we'll re- this is kind of like rapid fire for James. So we'll go. How about
1: that? This is how we'll do it. Maggie. We'll go back we'll and forth. We'll go back and forth reading whatever the wheel landed on. Got it? Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? I think so. You got a bunch of topics. You, you okay. Okay, right, okay. Totally. Okay.
2: Let's spin it, folks. Oh my God. I'm super nervous. And then
0: you go <laughs> first, Hugs, because I just okay. spent this past hour was all about me oh, trying I mean. to wear shorts.
2: Oh, There's there the wheel.
0: Goes. Oh, yeah. All right. That the was wheel. a good oh, roll. so colorful. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. The wheel. The oh, wheel. So All right. Pretty. So we landed on a question here. We landed
2: on... Mm-hmm. Well, it's
1: it's something my friend wants to know. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, hashtag asking for a friend. Uh-huh. I currently don't have health insurance, says my friend. Yes. How awful is that on a scale of one to ten? Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I can't believe Megan's not calling me out right now.
2: If you uh how awful is that on a scale of 1 to 10? If you do not have any chronic medical conditions right now that are not requiring like medications, things like that, frequent visits, it's not horrible other than uh, like catastrophe insurance. The thing the the number one reason people go bankrupt in the United States is for healthcare issues. So if you get in a big car accident or get hit by a car on Los Feliz Boulevard, you go to the hospital and you have a $200,000 bill. Wow and then you have no one to help you pay for it. So it's just
1: a dice roll. You're literally gambling. Yes.
0: Now, on this note, though, I do, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that, like, isn't it something like legally an emergency room can't turn you away that you would just get like billed and then you could make payments of $5 a month if that's all you can afford for like
2: the rest of your life isn't yes. that correct like it's legally also, they can't turn you away. it's way. also sort of illegal to not have insurance now under Obamacare yeah. everyone should have insurance well okay just so saying. for my by the way I, I'm saying
1: my friend I, I currently don't have uh, you should insurance. really get I you know insurance. so what do you, should I go with Obamacare should I as as just someone be- do you think Obamacare would be my best choice right now because the biggest reason all the work I do is freelance I'm a musician totally like, when I'm in Florida I, I do work on do TV shows card? here
2: huh? Do you have your side card? I don't Can you get it? I can try to
0: Essentially it's all the same I mean you're, either you're paying more money Or you're paying less money Yes get Obamacare Like yeah you'll be so- taxed more
2: but like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a penalty if you don't. On did your Trump taxes fuck it up, don't. though, or we still have it? It's still there now, but it, it might change if, if you pay a t- penalty on your taxes if you don't have uh, health insurance, depending on how much money you make. So I, I say, I mean, I work in healthcare, so I say get it because even if you're like, I need to go to get a checkup once or twice a year or like some shit goes down, just get at least like emergency insurance. It might only be like 80 bucks a month. Yeah.
1: And I will say this, though, L.A. is amazing for uninsured people because I can go to the clinic and I can get totally and they they really don't charge you that much. So shout out to California. I mean,
0: like I have I have Obamacare and I I spend 60. Well, I used to have a PPO, so I would I was spending like 200 bucks a month and I had really great coverage but this year i was like i need to back it up a little bit i don't need to be as crazy i'm gonna get an hmo which <clears throat> is definitely more annoying uh for sure but if you play it right you can yeah, it's fine it's totally worth i pay 60 bu- bucks a month oh wow okay
1: yeah. i need to get on that oh yeah. Right. yeah moving
2: right along let's spin that wheel folks oh
3: yeah
2: i say sad card by the way while we spin because they have amazing insurance
0: yeah but it's so hard to keep up unless you're like working constantly yeah, yeah. oh there good spin goes that's goes a great spin
2: where are we going Where did it land Megan It
0: landed on How much ibuprofen Is too much ibuprofen <laughs>
2: da, da, da Great question <laughs> 600 every six hours For a few days Yeah For like a recent injury Or if like Try to keep a fever in check Totally fine Is that uh, two
1: red pills 600
2: So typically They come in 200 So typically It's three pills Okay so typically three pills every six hours, mm-hmm. but read them because they're not always the same. So six, remember sixes, 600 every six hours. You can do that for a few days, even up to a week. It's totally fine. The problem where people's, uh, it kills their kidneys is when people take that like 600 milligrams of ibuprofen every six hours for like 10
0: years. Okay. So you I've been s- taking sleeping pills my whole life. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Which sleeping pills? Um, unisome.
2: It's okay.
0: So like I... I'm try. I've been trying to wean off it forever, mm-hmm. but like then anyway, it's a whole thing. I then I got hooked on Xanax to help me sleep. Got mm-hmm. removed myself from that. Had to go through a whole thing with that. I'm sleeping much better, but I okay. still rely on over the counter sleep aids.
2: Stuff that's uh that's okay. That's a there's a whole other thing about like why sleep is such a big deal. Have you ever tried Benadryl by the way? Is no you know Benadryl. No try it. It's like very low impact on your body, and it makes a lot of people sleepy.
0: Okay mm-hmm. I will give I that mean, a I'm shot I mean I'm a fan
2: of like Getting to a point Where you don't need Anything to sleep Totally Of course But like you know Like sound machine And meditation I mean I have My room
0: stuff. feels like A goddamn spa at night right. It's like yeah. a tornado There's like <laughs> It smells like lavender I It's love like it. Right Masturbate And like do all I, these all, things I so, like, do all yourself. the things Right I have yeah, yeah So but It's all It's my head And it's been years So um, huh. Masturbating
1: Yeah Masturbating helps Great Yeah
0: time. Oh my god Alright
2: I'm a zombie after that
0: Yeah Are we ready
2: Yep
1: Let's spin that wheel folks
2: Charles Charles we're doing much better at the rapid fire. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Charles, stop. It's okay. Let him bark. Okay.
2: Oh, mic- uh, there it there is. There uh, is. We got, we needed, we, go. we needed to grease the wheels of the w- wheel. Is that
0: a thing? Yep. Can, it works. Can, right? No, it okay. works.
2: Whoop some olive oil on the wheel. Get okay. it. Uh, keto. Keto. Uh, yeah. keto. All Question. right.
0: <laughs>
2: You're okay, buddy. Okay, Charles. Charles. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. He's excited. He's excited. Oh, you can go. I'll ask a question real no quick. The question. What is the most painful thing a human being can experience?
2: Oh, what a question. <laughs> oh, I like that question. I used to work in like a like a borderline trauma center on the west side of Chicago. So I saw a bunch of like crazy stuff. OK. Um, so there is something that's called uh, the suicide disease and it's called uh, the medical term is trigeminal neuralgia. Yeah. And it is a facial nerve pain. Mm-hmm. And so you have it, It people who have it literally describe like someone is stabbing them kind of behind their eyes, kind of behind their nose, oh my stabbing God. them with a knife constantly. Really? In oh. and out. So people, about 40% of people who have trigeminal neuralgia try to commit suicide at some point. 40%. That's wow. why it's called the suicide disease. So
1: that's the most painful disease.
2: Uh, I think chronically, it's probably the most painful disease. I have seen some people get impaled on like fence posts, um, like through the rectum. Like I could imagine that that would probably be... A
1: fence post through mm, the ass? Like that's a, how no, you like die? No, a, like a
2: wrought iron arrow fence thing like someone like like sat on it like some shit you'd see like when you're in like the black web Jesus. or the dark web I shouldn't say black like that old dark remember
1: web. that website rotten.com back in yes, the 90s yes <laughs> it is like some shit yeah. you would see on that
2: so I like personally feel like that would be like the most painful thing ever but I think like from a medical condition chronically it's called trigeminal neuralgia and I actually have a friend who has it and it's really it's horrible It's awful. is there a cure for it no oh boy no
1: and yeah. burning alive does that compete no
0: I mean, you also, I feel like, don't know that answer. I mean, you've never burned I've alive. I've never burned alive. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's
1: been studies. There are
2: some thoughts that you all of the carbon dioxide of the smoke um, knocks you out pretty fast. So you are it fucking hurts right away. But then like 20 seconds later, you pass out from all the fumes. Okay. So then yeah. you might actually not feel it.
1: All right, okay. Suicide disease. That's. Are you true. into this rapid fire? Oh god, I, I kind of yeah. like the
0: rapid it's fire. Yeah, I do. Love the rapid Let's fire. Let's spin
1: up. that wheel, folks. You could
2: even like, spin this spit this out into like two podcasts, right? Like, oh, no, we can rapid do that fi- rapid fire podcast.
1: Rapid fire. We're gonna have James back. Here
2: we go. Oh, oh, oh my duh. god! Thank you. Oh, there it goes, folks. Yay! I love this. Oh, I'm so excited for the wheel. Don't, don't what do we land on, Megan?
0: Have you ever heard of burning mouth syndrome?
2: Burning mouth syndrome, like from too much spicy foods? No. No
0: break it down. Um I'm going to do this very quickly. Uh-huh. Years ago, I was in a really stressed place after a breakup. I had this like these weird symptoms, like um my mouth was literally burning. My mm. tongue felt like it was tingling. I like did went to all these doctors, nobody whatever i ended up looking up all these symptoms and what i kept getting a commonality was this burning mouth syndrome that so many doctors don't know about and i ended up going to a neurologist because i was convinced that like i had a stroke or something crazy right right. you know and she was like no this sounds like she was like the only one that had heard of it and she's like i have heard of it we don't we know very little about it Mm -hmm. because there's nothing that we can like there, it would be years and years of trial and error before right. we could like, and
2: like how do you research it, right? But, like, that's right. So, hard.
0: so it could be uh, like related to so many things. And essentially, what I discovered for me, it was related to the stress, stress. and the stuff that I was going through. Yep. Um. But I was just curious because nobody seems I to know not. about it.
2: No, I'm part of that group of people who don't know about it. Yeah. That's super crazy. But I, but I will say, in terms of stress, so many different things in our in our bodies of, are affected by stress, and people don't realize it.
0: That was that's in my other question. How many things are stress related? But- uh, pretty much like
2: everything. Yeah. Like there's something called Takasubo syndrome. It's literally like it's called broken heart syndrome in English. It's like literally you have your you like having a heart attack essentially because you're so broken hearted. It typically comes when people are grieving, like Jesus. death, and it's the stress of grieving. Grieving is so physiologically damaging
0: on your heart, like you have essentially what amounts to like a, a pseudo heart attack. So that is that, you know, you hear a lot about like people married for years and then one of them dies and then the other one dies shortly after. That's probably.
2: So anecdotally, I've totally seen that. Yeah. I don't know anything about the research about it, but I, I will tell you, I, I have seen so many grandma and grandpas die in the ICUs I've worked in. And then we'll hear from families like a week later that their partner died.
1: Well, that was like it's the girl crazy. from
2: uh, Star Wars and her mom. And
1: they yeah. did, like, oh. died within a day of within each other. Days, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. There are so many things that I, like I feel like I carry a lot of stress and like worry and mm-hmm. wor- I'm trying to be better about it. But um, yeah, it's just interesting. That's I am tr- I always have a hard time being like, oh, am I sick or is this stress? stress? Sure. You know. I, I think it's wild that our minds and what we're going through can actually, like, c- have a physical reaction. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy.
2: Keep it under control. Keep the stress. Keep the stress under control, audience, please. What is it called? Oh like, kinesthetics God, or something like that? Mm-hmm. When your mind and body are connected mm-hmm. or something? Kinesiology. Yeah. Very yeah. good.
0: Look at you. See, guys? I am smart. Are we ready? I don't know the turn of the century, but I'm I know kinesiology. <laughs> no, you did know it. You knew it. You knew it. You knew Thanks, guys. support. I love it. Let's Boom,
1: uh, our, our wheel's buffering <laughs> <laughs> Oh there it goes
2: Is that what she said
0: Oh hey That was great Thank you Yeah Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay. Wow. That was a great job. Alright
1: right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We have a question on the wheel here <laughs> Why is fentanyl even a thing?
0: Oh. What's
1: fentanyl? Fentanyl is like Super. opiate. It's like, what, what 100 times uh-huh. that of heroin? It is what killed Michael Jackson? It's what's killing so it's people essentially when they the Sort when of.
2: You- Hold on. Let okay. me clear up the internets in your brain for you here. Yes. So propofol is the thing that killed Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it is a sedative. We use it in the ICU all the time. It's actually one of the safer ones. Uh, his doctor just kind of fucked that all up. So fentanyl is a hundred times stronger than morphine. Okay. Um, it is stronger than heroin, but I don't know the ratio. I just know that it is a hundred times stronger than morphine. So if your doctor's like, Hey, or me or whoever's like, here's five milligrams of morphine, multiply that by a hundred. And that's like fentanyl. It's super crazy. So fentanyl is around. It's typically given in patches in the medical industry because it, for cancer pain. So most people don't realize that cancer is incredibly painful. And then you start adding on like radiation and chemotherapy and all this stuff to it, and it's it's out of control. It's right up there with trigeminal neuralgia. I probably should have said some cancers are just fucking unbelievably painful. Is there a so, worst? Is there a worst cancer? The like the worst one now? I think the abdominal cancers are probably the worst. Like when people get stomach cancer or pancreatic cancer, and then they metastasize super fast.
0: Well, it's what's wild is that so many of these things I think are like or can't when people discover they have cancer, it's like they've had it's gone unknown for. So much Long time. time. Well,
2: a lot of those belly cancers will because you don't have symptoms from it.
0: And then all of a sudden when it picks up, then mm. it's very, very painful. Like, is that...
2: Unbelievably painful. It's crazy painful. The women with a breast cancer and they've got these, like, fungating masses on their breasts, whatever. That's super painful. Yeah. Uh, spinal cancer is really painful because you're messing with nerves. I mean, cancer just sucks, right? Yeah. So... Opioid is something that, opioids are something that our body gets used to. So opioids is, are what's inside of right morphine and Dilaudid and all this stuff, right? Norco, Vicodin, Oxycontin, all that stuff. Well, you can take a Norco, which is uh, the more modern name for a Vicodin. So We were popping them in the 20s. They were called Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take a Vicodin and you're like, oh, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. But then a week or two later, you're like, mm, my knee still hurts. So you take a second Vicodin. Right. And you're like, oh, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. That's great. And then you start this like horrible chain of events. So you just keep going. You need more and more and more to the point where like we got housewives turning tricks for heroin in the suburbs. Right. This is an actual thing. Well, if you're on the Norco train or the Vicodin train or the morphine train, well, you eventually are going to need something as strong as fentanyl, even if you don't have cancer. So it was normally reserved just for people with like cancer pain or things like trigeminal neuralgia. But you start doing fentanyl, you get so much opioids in your body, it shuts down your respiratory center in your brain. That's why these people are dying from this stuff. Because mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed with all of the opioids that come into their body and their brain, the respiratory center. So your brain tells your lungs to work without us thinking about it, right? It's a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. None of us have thought about breathing this entire time. Especially me, because I'm talking so much.
1: Megan is now thinking
2: about breathing. I think <laughs> <laughs> about
0: breathing. I
2: just start thinking about breathing. Yeah. Uh huh. So opioids affect that center that allow us to breathe without thinking about it and they stop it. They shut it down. So then you stop breathing. That's why Narcan works though. So narcan, so all the opioid attaches to those receptors in your brain.
0: So when somebody's overdosing from like a withdrawal or not overdosing, they're uh. going through a withdrawal and they what it that's what's happening is they stop breathing because No, when someone
2: overdoses they stop breathing. When someone goes through withdrawal, their brain is craving all of that opioid so much and it's super overpowering and it sucks. It's painful. It's really uncomfortable. People get really cranky. People don't generally, people that can die from alcohol withdrawal for sure. People don't generally die from opiate withdrawal. Yeah. They just can't. It's so overpowering they can't control themselves. So when you
0: were saying that your body isn't isn't doing that naturally, what were you talking about when it doesn't, the, your
2: respiratory? We don't, we don't breathe consciously. Right. We breathe subconsciously. Our brain controls that. Unfortunately, when you get too many opioids in your body, that's, they stick, one of the places they stick is your respiratory center. So the opioids overwhelm that and you just stop breathing. Okay. That's how you die. Okay. So then you get all these people who are like gorked out and whatever, right? Yeah. To pull the opioid off of that part of your respiratory center see, in your yeah. brain, that's when they shove the Narcan in your nose. It's right? like and a they, miracle. It's crazy. And it, it pulls it off, and all of a sudden you start breathing. And so these that's people, crazy. it's like fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So, like, yeah, what's that Narcan and Pulp Fiction? Like that it's, was adrenaline. Okay. Because they're had to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a similar concept, right?
0: Like, Wait, how, wow, yeah, that scene, how, how does that work? What's that deal? So kind it, it's
2: movies is what it is. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> obviously. But then, then like, we're not running around shoving needles in people's hearts in the hospital. But or Is anything, that a but, thing? Uh, in so many words, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could do that. You could shove someone with a ton of adrenaline. We don't like I said. We don't stick needles in people's hearts in the middle of it. But if someone's heart stopped, we give them an equivalent to adrenaline and okay. it help it start beating again. Sure.
0: So then with the uh, Narcon, is that what it's
2: Nar- called? Narcan, C-A-N. Oh.
0: Narcan, mm-hmm. the. You're, we're not using this all the time, right? You're pro- you're trying to use. We it. should we be. Are, this no, is we are. With the yeah, yeah. opioid epidemic but, but, right now, it's, right? But my question is, like, are there side effects from that? Like, no. So there's nothing. Why aren't we using it more? Right? Well, no. Oh, it's good.
1: just for overdoses. It's when everything shuts down. Right. It's like
0: wake up. But right. somebody getting to that place where they need that so much, it's. It's building and building.
2: So that's literally part of what... There's all these initiatives going on right now where people like in needle centers yeah. where people come in are getting needles for their heroin or whatever. They come in and get needles, needles. They're yeah. also giving people like doses of Narcan.
0: So it's removing... This is, this is part of the... This will help the...
2: Yeah, well, so they come in and they're like, here's a clean needle. So you guys stop giving each other hepatitis and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And here's some Narcan. So when you're all partying and doing your heroin or whatever and someone keels over and literally dies, oh, squeeze this thing right in their nose and they'll wake them up and they'll be undead.
0: So would somebody, would that be useful with somebody that's like a developing addict like with that drug? Like, because in my head, I'm visualizing it like this stuff is caking on and caking on and caking on. So like, would would that be like a, like, it, do, it doesn't do you know what I'm saying like if it doesn't reviewer, curb
2: it doesn't curb the craving if that if that helps answer your question it does yeah so but its it, like actually it literally just takes all of the opioids which have like attached to the respiratory center of your brain and throws them off so that you start breathing again. It actually doesn't have anything to do with the other receptors in your brain that are craving, right. The heroin or the that opiates that you've become so—I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They use like suboxone. Great question, guys. For that. Suboxone could, is could, yeah. There's that's all a this whole, and there's yeah, yeah. Do we have one more wheel spin? You want the last?
0: I, I feel like can we have a couple more? Well, he's, oh, he's you got have a hard go. out here. This oh last God, one. This last higher. one. Is it here? We go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many
2: things. Oh By the way, thank you, thank you, listeners, viewers. We love it. This has been
1: so much fun. Oh, look at it go. My God. That
2: is wheel it mine? That out of yeah,
1: control. I mean, you're just reading it, Megan. What's on the wheel? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's on the wheel? Oh, yeah.
0: Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Boy, it's taking a minute there.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because well, I have so many that we didn't get to. Okay. Um, on the wheel, it says, how often... Okay. I feel like when there's... Oh, wait, this sounds like a personal Beckett like question. Right, right. I don't really know This coming know. the wheel. Oh, the, the wheel,
2: wheel <laughs> says, like, literally, okay, wait.
0: <laughs> okay, the okay, wheel, we, oh my God. wheel says, <laughs> Megan gets a question. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, When... I feel like sometimes doctors will give you... Uh, like, say you have a surgery or you have something, and you need, like, recovery time, and mm-hmm. it's, like, two, two weeks, absolutely no this, 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 and this, and absolutely this, but, like, What's the reality of like, they know that people aren't going to do it 100%. So we're going to say three weeks, even though they really only need a week, but we're going to assume that they're not committing to that.
1: It's like when I do this podcast, I'm like, Megan. We'll do it at one thirty, and then I know I could be there at two because that's when Cause she'll be ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, will uh-huh. be ready to go. Well, like oh, my dog wow. just got his balls removed, right? Uh-huh. And there oh, was like forget.
0: he had to take antibiotic twice a day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was one time where he went to take and he didn't take it mm. because he wasn't eating it. The like, all the things, so I ended up putting it in his food, and then he didn't eat his food, and then the food went bad. Mm. So like that was one. Does anti- dog food go bad? What well, he eats wet food. It? It's a whole thing. I don't oh, okay. want to talk about it. Yeah, He's ruining yeah. my life. Okay, I'm in so much debt. Okay moving forward. <laughs> no, I love it very much. So the short, answer to <laughs> yeah. your,
2: the short answer to your question is, is it interestingly depends. It yeah. really does depend on the patient. It depends on the procedure. It depends on everything else going on. It depends on what's going on in their life because we take into account things like how many stairs do you have to get into your apartment? Mm-hmm. So let's so say you had a knee replacement mm-hmm. and so you're in the hospital, you get your knee replacement. Cool. You go home like a, usually like just like a day or two later, we might stick you in rehab for a couple days if you're older and be like, cool, you're going to go home. But how many steps do you have? Are you okay with the crutches? Are you 500 pounds? Do you have 9,000 other diseases going on, right? Do you have 17 dogs at home that you need to walk? Like we take all of these things into account. And so we might say, Grandma, you're 87. We just replaced your knee and you're 600 pounds. You're going to a fucking nursing home Mm -hmm. so we can watch your butt and we can help you for the next six weeks. If one of you guys got your knee replaced, we probably the next day would be like, You're going to either get yourself to physical therapy or we're going to send a physical therapist to the house every other day or so for Mm -hmm. the next few weeks. We're going to send you home, take these medications, keep your knee up. Now, we know you're probably not going to keep your knee up as much as we tell you to, especially if you don't do it at all. You're going to come back with a ton of pain. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes these things correct themselves because all of a sudden you're going to be back in my office like five days later and you're going to be like, my knee hurts so bad. And I'm going to say... Megan, we're bringing this full circle, by the way, because you you're going to lie man. to me in my office. I, I, I'm so <laughs> like, many lies. Have you been keeping your knee up to reduce the swelling? Have you been taking ibuprofen? Mm-hmm. Have you been doing whatever? And you're going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to know you're lying to me. And so I'm going to say, okay, go keep your knee up. Let's try this again for a few more days. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it really, really does depend on the procedure and the patient and what's going on at home. Do they have supportive family? Like, but... In terms of, we, we use this word in medicine, and I hate it. I hate this word for the record. It's called compliance. Mm-hmm. Do, are you compliant with taking your medications? Are you compliant with doing what we told you to do? We know that, like, no one's compliant.
0: So part of the job is kind of is also, like, reading the person.
2: 100%. So it's like, are, are, they, they, fu- are, they, are they fucking Are they bullshitting with me? With me yeah. Right. Do they really, is mm-hmm. that husband beating her? Right. Or oh is he actually going to help her, right. like... With the groceries because she has a knee replacement. Right. Like we we take all those things
0: into so consideration. So like when I'm like, I never drink. I never smoke cigarettes. So the doctor's right. like, like, this yeah, girl's a liar. A she's shit. not compliant.
2: But it, but I can tell by her labs. I can tell by like my physical examination. that she's probably not an alcoholic. Right. So I'm okay. okay. I'm okay that she's bullshitting me. I know she probably drinks because at least she's not an alcoholic. Yeah.
1: Okay. And that being said, my dad is actually getting knee replacement surgery in a is month. He really? Yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. and he's he's really really excited about it. So what Good would you him, say yeah. for him at the age of sixty six? Before this, he was on like an elliptical machine every day. He's a pretty healthy guy. Uh-huh. He does live in a two story house, and mm-hmm. he's gonna he his bedrooms on the second story.
2: What how what's his time? Move, move is don't move houses. <laughs> I can see how that could be interpreted. Oh, no yeah, no move. The biggest thing with with orthopedic surgeries, if you can get up and move. We are now getting people out of bed the day of surgery. Okay. So if your dad goes in at 7 a.m., gets the surgery, if it's a total knee, he's going to come out uh, three, four hours later, be all doped up. But let's say by 5 or 6 o'clock at night, those nurses better have his ass up out of bed. Really? At least and trying, he'll be able to, trying move. to stand. Oh, Yeah. We, we have learned so much about we used to keep people sedentary for weeks in the hospital and they develop blood clots, which would go to their lungs. Oh, wow. Yeah. They die. They develop all these infections. The fluid would never move. So we used to do this. And then we learned about 15, 20 years ago, like get everybody's ass up out of bed. Yeah. Like our bodies are made to move even right after surgery. So he's got a new knee. It works great. The stitches are together. Get his butt out of bed. So I would tell him, don't be a lump on the on the log when you are sitting. Keep it up. Keep it elevated, just like mm-hmm. he says, and do whatever the physical therapist tell him to do. Awesome. The surgery is not the hard part. It's the physical therapy afterwards. That's the hard part. Got it. Well, my dad listens, so I hope he just oh God,
0: I, yay. I have one more question. Okay. It'll go be really it. fast. Uh-huh. It's for my sister. I'm being so rude. Yeah. No, go for it. Okay, so she just got ankle surgery or oh, like foot surgery. That sucks. Sucks. The so worst. they they she has now has like nerve damage, C R P S. Mm-hmm. But like Everything on paper looks fine. so her question was like, what why does some people get this and some people don't when everything on paper like the surgery went well, nothing came everything looks fine, mm-hmm. but like she was supposed to be up walking like a week after her surgery, and it's been a month and a half, and she's just now starting to like. She's like basically five weeks behind what the doctor originally told what did her. I say?
2: Yeah, I think I go back to like everybody is different. Everyone is unique. You also don't really know what might have happened with those nerves in surgery. So the surgeon, you might have the best surgeon in the world, they are going to make mistakes. So her surgeon might have accidentally like nicked a nerve. Or the swelling might be so internal and much more intense than she realizes. And she can't see it on like the top of her foot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So anytime, I mean, anytime we go in and we're fucking around inside of the body, like our body's not ready for that. And so our body freaks out and has this huge, massive, overwhelming response. Those, everyone's responses are very different. So some people are going to have this surgery and they're going to be running a marathon two weeks later. And some people are going to have the surgery and it's going to take them six months. Yeah. So I, I would tell her to continue to be persistent try to find as many alternative ways to manage her pain as she can, like not opioids, right? Mm -hmm. And not as much, you know, ibuprofen is okay if she's young, but try other CBD oil. CBD, you believe in it. Totally. Yes, I've seen it work. CBD oils, uh, marijuana, if it's legal where she is, like uh, physical therapy, acupuncture, all this stuff. Sometimes acupuncture just helps that fluid just move around and move in and out. And it's usually the fluid causing pressure on the nerves that causes so much pain.
0: You're a... uh acupuncture uh, advocate
2: yes I believe that there it's about 60% physical 40% mental but our mental just like stress actually causes physical diseases like our mental state in terms of pain is a real thing right so if you go to acupuncture and it does zero for you physically but you mentally leave there feeling better then it works Right. right. I mean, it's you, like the, you it's If you believe it, right. It's like a, it's a placebo kind yeah. of thing, right. And and there, there's actual research, science behind the placebo effect is real. Right. So I some people say, well, CBD oil. I think it's just a placebo effect. Who fucking cares? Because it's not hurting anything. Whatever makes mm-hmm. you sleep at night. And right. And yeah. if that's the thing that's taking your pain away, fine. The brain it's is so wild, so powerful. Right. So powerful. We don't know anything about it.
0: Right. And we know nothing about it. Yeah. You like s- we're so far behind very little yeah. we're so far behind we the think we're first the know more about our brains that's crazy yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. that's another podcast. we gotta bring James back <laughs> I'm like
0: I'm just I feel like we haven't even like started and oh, I know we're okay. leaving no, no, no. we'll do well, a round you two will come back I,
2: well absolutely of course are you kidding me uh, this was so, so, so much fun me, and p- thank you for having me by and the way thank you for having me and tell everyone your Instagram so they can follow you and oh, get all the yeah. ask the NP NP like nurse practitioner ask the NP on Instagram Twitter Facebook
0: and we'll post about it we'll tag you in it and the whole thing so Follow us, uh we da. dot dot bang. You usually do this. We part. dot
1: don't dot bang. <laughs> or find go. us on Facebook at we don't bang. Feel free to ask us questions. Whoa. Maybe next time James is on and thank you so much, James. We're we welcome, it. my
2: pleasure.